It's the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So, yeah, this morning was uh, just a rough one for me. I was up around 1.30, Ugh. and I I moved to the couch this time. I tried that. Instead of tr- just tossing and turning in my bed, mm-hmm. I decided to move to the couch. Maybe just changing locations would have worked for me. Uh, that did not work. Oh, and that was a suggestion I gave you, wasn't it? And I just stayed up until about 3. And then at 3 o'clock, I said, you know what? Screw it. I've got a lot of work to do this week. So I just came in and just to get a head start on some things. So you've been here since what time? uh, Since 4 o'clock. Wow. Wow. This morning. And I think that has something to do with it. It's because tomorrow I'm flying uh, to Montana after the show for our annual guys trip. And I think that I'm just stressing a little bit about everything that I need to get done before I get on that plane. And that keeps you up. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I did have some, I didn't get a nap yesterday. I did have caffeine in the afternoon. Maybe that kept me up. I'm not sure, but here we go. I, I am here. Now what, what is going on with you? I have formed the worst habit ever, ever. It's ruining me. Heroin? No. (laughs) Okay, maybe not the worst habit ever, but to me, it feels pretty bad. I can no longer fall asleep in my bed. (laughs) Yeah, that is a problem. It's a big problem. (laughs) And you know, this started um, the night of the tornado. So when was that? Thursday? So Thursday night, I get home and I'm in my bed and I'm tossing and turning. And I go out to the couch. And I'm telling you, I fall asleep within 10 minutes on the couch. Then the tornado alarm goes off and, you know, it's a whole other thing. But Mm. I remember even coming in and telling you at some point last week, like, if you ever can't fall asleep, just move locations. It works for me every time. That's why I moved to the couch because I knew I'd fall asleep. So it happened again on Sunday night where I, I just couldn't fall asleep. I was in my bed for an hour and a half tossing and turning again. On Monday night, mm-hmm. and then I slept on the couch again last night. And I even said to myself last night early, I'm like, I have to put the phone down at 8 o'clock, which is like really early for me. Right. And the last time I checked my phone before moving to the couch was 9.30. I was just sitting in my bed for an hour and a half, unable to fall asleep. Went to the couch, fell asleep in 10 minutes. So you are sleeping, it's just not in the ideal location. It's not the location that you want. Yeah, I just cannot fall asleep in my bed. And I don't know why. Do you sleep on the same side as you normally do? I do. And I even tried moving over to David's side. I'm like, if there's something like, I don't know if my brain is attributing that side of the bed to something or what, but I've, I tried everything before moving to the couch. Have you tried sleeping, uh, not, not horizontal, like, um, just with like your, slanted? We, yeah, slanted. <laughs> yes. I've tried that before. Sometimes that has worked for me where my feet are on Paula's side, but my head is on my side. Now, this is when she's not in the bed. Right. And I tried that too. Just, just a different position sometimes can fool your body into thinking, oh, this is different. I don't know what it is. What, how long have you had the mattress? Do you know? A uh, long time. But it's not uncomfortable. It's not like my bed is uncomfortable. The couch is more uncomfortable than the bed. Hmm. I don't know what's wrong with me. What yeah. is happening to me and my brain and my body? Yeah, I would hate to, to say go out and get a new mattress, but maybe that could be it too. Uh, 
so let's see what happens tonight. <laughs> I'll report back tomorrow and, and let you know if I can actually fall asleep in my bed. Yeah, we we need that sleep vacation. Yeah, we do. Crown Plaza, if you're listening, we want to sleep next door. Please. Give us one of your hotel rooms. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that time in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. I want to say I wish that you never left. Q104, good morning. We are the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. I'm excited for Morgan's good news. I think we're, we need some good news this morning. I, I have really, it. Do I, I don't really have good news music. <laughs> what will work today? Will the Guardians theme song work for, for good uh, news music? I don't know about that. Not Guardians? <laughs> no, I mean, that doesn't necessarily get me high. Is it wedding related? Is it, do I need wedding music here? It's wedding related. It is? Yeah. Should I keep this or should I? <laughs> I've got the, uh, I've got David's British bed. This is a good one too. All right. We'll just go with this. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Bring it on. I want to build the anticipation. Do you want to take a guess? Well, the last time that, that you've had any kind of an update. So David got his paperwork mm-hmm. uh, that says, okay, the, the interview is coming soon that you that David has to report to the American embassy mm-hmm. in London and he has this interview that is going to make the whole thing official that he's going to be able to to the move to the US with no restrictions. Yes, that's the last update. It was at the National Visa Center. It was in transit from the National Visa Center to the US embassy in London. So, are you ready for our announcement? I'm ready. After 16 months of trying to get my K-1 fiancé visa approved, we have an interview date. An interview Woo! day! Are you ready for a miracle? We're almost done! It does feel like a miracle. It's been so long. It's been so long. So when is the interview date? Will it be when you're in London? Oh, you're not going to believe this. So, you know, he has to have a medical exam and he has to have an interview at the U.S. Embassy in London. So like he has to have a physical. Yeah, pretty much. So he has. Like why, why do we care as Americans? Why do we care if David's in shape before he comes to I don't know. America? I mean, the amount of hoops that you have to jump through to get here legally is honestly, people don't understand how hard it is. But yeah, like that's one thing. So that is on September 6th. So a week from today, he okay. has his medical. I go to London two days later on September 8th, and then I come back on the 18th. He has his interview two days after I leave. Oh, I know, I know. September 21st is when his interview is. You're not going to be there for it. I'm not going to be there. Can't they move it up? Can't can't we call and reschedule? Like, look, I'm going to be in London. Can't you just make it two days before that? Unfortunately, that was the earliest one they had. So he picked... He picked the earliest one he could get to, but I mean, on the 21st of September, they will either say you're in or you're out. (laughs) But I mean, I feel like, and I hope I'm not jinxing myself, but 
If there was going to be a problem with him getting his visa, it would have happened before now. The interview is kind of just like, let's meet you in person. Let's make sure your story checks out. If it does, which it will, then you'll be good to go. So I could be married in October. Isn't that crazy? Now, when you you get married, are you going to announce? That won't be a surprise, right? I mean, that's that's an official thing that you'll do. Right. That's not going to be like an, a secret elopement. No. I mean, I probably won't tell people beforehand, but like I'll tell them afterwards. You know okay. what I mean? Like I'm not going to make this big, bold announcement like, I'm getting married in two weeks. But like okay. we might sneak off somewhere, get married, and then I'll post a cute little picture on social media or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Of course. Working up to the, to the big party in June of next year. Yes. The big uh, celebration. Well, that's awesome. Yay! That's great news. Just as every week goes by, it just seems like there's another nugget of news that's good. And now we have the official yes. interview date. Especially because when you think we went 13 months without hearing a single peep. So that's what they say, though. That first part was the longest. And then after that, the ball moves quickly. So we're in there. There that's is awesome. light at the end of the tunnel. Study now. Study hard for that <laughs> yeah. test, David. Coming I ask up, him all the time. Coming up on the 21st. I don't know what they're going to ask you. but What kind of toothpaste does Morgan use? Crest. <laughs> <laughs> right. We should put together like a quiz. Like, yeah. a, like a newlywed game type quiz. And yes. See how he's doing on that. Uh, let's move on to Hash It Out this morning because Bree and Charlotte, they don't have good news to share this morning. They're friends. I think they're longtime friends since grade school. But something has come between them to create a speed bump in their friendship. We're going to talk about that next on Hash It Out. Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. To Q104, it's Morgan and Bill. We are the Q Morning Show. So who do you have a problem with right now? Who's giving you trouble in your life? Who are you arguing with? Because that's when you come to us. And we can be the mediators here. Yeah, we want to help mend the fence any way that we can. We call it Hash It Out. And the two people that are going to be hashing it out today are Bree and Charlotte. Now, they're friends. They are best friends for a long time. Bree is the one that got in touch with us. So Bree, Bree's friend Charlotte is is here. She is listening in. But Bree, you came to us first. So tell us what's going on. Okay. Okay. Before we start, I just want to say to Charlotte um, that yes, we've been friends forever since grade school, and that I love you very, very much. Well, that's a nice okay. way to start out. That hash is a it nice out. Nice way. <laughs> Well, I do. I love her. And that's why it's, this is so irritating. I said, but, you know, I just want to let her know that she is wrong and she has crossed the line and that, you know, her behavior was really, really rude. All right, good. So let's get on with it. Then what, what happened with the two of you? Okay. So this past weekend was my daughter's birthday party mm-hmm. um, and the summer birthday party um, bash. And she, you know, um, she for just a few of her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like four friends and um, Charlotte's daughter was there too. And uh, cause they're friends, but not besties. They're just, you know, friends. So my issue with Charlotte is that um, 
after my daughter opened up all of her gifts, and there she didn't have many gifts. She had like four gifts, right? And after she finished opening it up, Charlotte presents her daughter with a gift. It's like in this tote bag, and she just pulls it out, and she says, this is for you, Mia. This is for you. And so then... Well, can, can, I, can I explain why I did that here? Well, I, wait, I yes. Like, Hold on. Hold yeah. on. It's, all right, so that's Charlotte. Uh, okay, yeah, Bree. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte, just hang on. We'll be with you in a second. Okay, Bree. So Charlotte, who we just heard from, she gave her daughter a gift at your daughter's birthday party? Yes. And like was like, oh, this is for you. It's a big deal. And all the girls were like, that's the problem. So because, like, after all the presents are open, like, you know, Charlotte presents this gift to her daughter. And at my daughter's birthday party, and it's like she totally stole her thunder. And all the girls are like, wow, look at this gift. And, like, it was like, it's like, look, if she wants to present a gift to her daughter, just do it at her own birthday party. Don't bring okay. her gift yeah, to her daughter to my birthday party. I'm so it wasn't, it wasn't a dual birthday party. This is just... Charlotte giving her daughter a birthday present at your daughter's birthday party. Why? Yes, totally. Let's bring in Charlotte then. Charlotte, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Charlotte, tell us why. Now's the time, Charlotte. (laughs) Please. Explain yourself. Okay, so my daughter, she celebrated her birthday in July. Now, July is tough because that's it's it's summer birthdays and and everyone is really busy on vacations and doing their own thing so we didn't really get to have a birthday party for my daughter and and i know that she was bummed out about it she really was sad so we were happy to be invited to Kenzie's birthday party because you know Kenzie's adorable and that and you know that's Bree's daughter Kenzie and I just uh, I uh, just got this gift for my daughter shipped to me the other day, and and I just wanted to surprise her with it, and I, I thought it would be fun for her to do when when other people were there because she didn't get to have a party. All right, Bree, do you want to respond to that? I do, and it's good because this is what happened. All right, so she pulls out the gift, right, and um, the gift was a Taylor Swift makeup bag. And, of course, all these little girls are like, oh, my God, you know, the whole thing. I had Taylor Swift lyrics on it, and it was filled, like, with 10 of those bracelets, the friendship bracelets in it. And all the girls were obsessed. So they're just running over to Mia going, oh, my gosh, let me see that, and the whole thing. Like, forgetting that it was, like, my daughter's birthday. It was, like, oh, all of a sudden break, it became uh, break. all about Mia. Break. And the whole thing, and it was, like, break. I am you not really exaggerating this poor no. The girls admired it. It wasn't anything major. And they all went back into the pool. You know they did. And you're making this a bigger deal than it really actually was. It, it was you know, simple. Charlotte, the fact that you don't see that this is an issue is totally amazing to me. You know, at least you could, you know, what I would have loved, you know, because the fact that the girls did pay attention to it and they were obsessed with it and they were like, oh, my gosh, I have to see that. You know, you know how little girls are. And it's just like, especially at that age, all I wanted you to do is come to me and say, hey, look, I've got this present. I want to present it at the birthday party. And whatever, and I would have given you an answer of no because it's it's my daughter's birthday party, it's Kenzie's birthday party. You know, have you know we would have been happy to come over to your house and have you given it to me then, so she would have had an audience or whatever. It's like don't do it 
unannounced at my daughter's birthday party. Come well, on. Listen, so Bree, if I had any inclination that this was going to happen, believe me, I would have asked. I would have asked. I just didn't think I had to do that with my best yeah, friend. I wish okay. You, yeah, and I, and I wish you would have asked. All right, Charlotte and Bree. All right, hold let's on. Let's take a right breather. There. Yeah, we want you guys to stay friends. So let's hash it out. First thing that comes into my mind, let's just, I think this solves the whole thing. Stop having birthday parties where the kids open up presents. <laughs> I think, doesn't that solve everything I mean, right yes, there? yes, but I feel like that's a, a pretty old tradition that you would be breaking. So you heard from Bree, you heard from Charlotte. Charlotte tried to hijack Bree's daughter's birthday party by giving her daughter a gift at that birthday party. Who is right? Who is wrong here? 216-474-0104. Let's hash it out next. Hash it out is happening right now on the Q Morning Show. Q104. It's Morgan and Bill. We just heard from Bree and Charlotte. Now, they are friends. They've been friends for a very long time. But this just happened, uh, I think it was just last weekend, where Bree threw a birthday party for her daughter. And during the birthday party, as they were opening up gifts, after Bree's daughter finished opening up her gifts, that's when Charlotte pulls out a tote bag Mm -hmm. and pulls out a gift and gives it to her daughter, Mia, who celebrated a birthday last month and didn't have a party. Right. And then all the attention went to Charlotte's daughter, Mia, over this Taylor Swift makeup bag, and all the girls are like, and and Brie is upset that, and she's basically saying, Charlotte, what you did stole the thunder away from my daughter and the attention that should be on her during her birthday party. Let's go to Laura in Strongsville. Laura, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What do you think about hash it out? Oh no 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 no. Um, Charlotte. You made a huge mistake by bringing a gift to this girl, little girl's birthday party for your daughter. I mean, it was totally not the time or the place. This was, this was Bree's daughter's birthday party. And, you know, you didn't have a party for your daughter. That has nothing to do with this little girl. And this has nothing to do with your friend. Um, if you wanted her to open up a gift, I think you should have done it at a different time certainly not at a birthday party maybe you guys go out to lunch you let her open up the gift in in front of you know charlotte and her daughter or something like that especially a taylor swift (laughs) uh, makeup bag with friendship bracelets i mean come on those girls are going to go crazy right Uh, my daughter and i my daughter and i uh, my daughter's 16 and i'm older and we just went to the taylor swift concert and i'm telling you people go crazy over these Friendship bracelets. And I can imagine how these little girls went crazy over it. And that's just not right at all. Mm. Not Perhaps Charlotte knew what she was doing. What do you mean? Like Charlotte, that was her plan the entire time. I mean, do, do we want to be that diabolical and accuse Charlotte of... Why of would she do that, though? Purposely doing this? I don't know. Just... Yeah, let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Amy's in Charlotte. Now, Amy, you were saying that you actually... You understand the motivations behind what Charlotte was doing. Is that right? Um, my son also has a July birthday, so I understand, you know, July is a very busy month for birthdays. It's hard to have parties, hard to have people come. But I do believe she was still in the wrong. Um, she should never have brought a gift to another girl's birthday party because of the fact that she is stealing the thunder. You know, as a, as a kid... The kids don't understand, even if she did have a 
good motive towards it. The child isn't going to understand that. The child is just going to see the fact that her birthday party was stolen away from her. And that could be very upsetting to a child. And like, like Laura said, you know, friendship bracelets, kids are going to go crazy over that. And kids, you know, they go back and forth between friends and all the time. And it's just easy to, to steal friends. You know what I mean? Not necessarily steal, but she did steal the thunder in my eyes. Thank you, Amy. Uh, thank you for listening this morning and for, for chiming in. Uh, checking the text here at 216-474-0104. Totally inappropriate, all caps, about five exclamation marks. Yeah, somebody said my daughter and my niece, uh, their birthdays are five days apart. And we still have separate birthday parties for them. So, yeah, I think it's just like a common courtesy thing that you shouldn't bring a birthday gift for your daughter to someone else's birthday. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I think it's unanimous there, Charlotte. Yeah. It's umaminous. Umaminous. Sorry, Charlotte. Sorry, Charlotte. So say sorry to Bree, please. Yeah, make it good somehow. Hollywood Dirt Sheet up next, Q104. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's go, Morgan. Let's meet our lovely contestants this morning. First up in University Heights, it is Christina. Christina, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, still waking up. That's yeah. good. At work. Honestly, same. And I've been up for like three hours, but it's all right. Let's meet your challenger. Her name is Carrie in Medina. Carrie, good morning. Good morning. Ladies, your name is your buzzer. It's a best of five question quiz. Are you ready to play? Sure. All right. <laughs> question number one. What is the name of the fictional continent where the TV show Game of Thrones is primarily set? Uh, What's going on? Yeah, someone's going to have to stop the carpentry. <laughs> like, like, who's putting together some furniture from Ikea right now? <laughs> Ladies, the correct answer was Westeros. Uh, Nobody on the board yet. Question number two. What's the main ingredient in guacamole? Carrie. Carrie? Avocado. Avocado is correct. Carrie on the board with one. Question number three. Which singer is known for hits like Shape of You, Thinking Out Loud? Carrie. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran is correct. Okay, Christina, you have to get this question right to stay in the game. Carrie, you could win if you get it right. Question number four. What's the capital of France? Carrie. Carrie for the win. Paris. Paris is right. You didn't need that question mark on the end of that. (laughs) I love it when they're like, Paris? You're like, yes, it's Paris. I'm thinking Christina probably shouldn't have been trying to make that rocking chair (laughs) as she was playing. Something like that. Battle of the Birds. Oh, maybe it's Carrie. Is it Carrie? Seriously, what is happening, Carrie? (laughs) Oh, putting my shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations, Carrie. Thank you. Uh, Have fun at Dave Chappelle next week. Q104. Awesome. Thank you. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, good morning. So this is very cool. So the the writers have been on strike for months now. The actors are on strike too, but the writers have been on strike. They went on strike first. They've been on strike longer. And one of the first things to go away was late night TV. Right. So what have the hosts been doing 
for the past four months. Well, I don't know when the strike is going to end, but the late night hosts have decided to start a podcast. Like all of them separately? All of them. So they're calling it Strike Force 5. It's going to feature Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver. They'll be talking about the writers and the actor strike uh, that's basically kept their shows in reruns for the last four months. And the proceeds from the podcast. So I guess they're going to charge for this or, or somehow they're going to make money. A subscription. I, it might, or maybe ad sales. Yeah. I, I don't want to say it's a subscription um, without actually knowing. But what, however they're going to make money on this podcast, all that money is going to go to out-of-work late-night staff writers from their nice. shows. Nice. So apparently they got this idea. These hosts, these five hosts, have been doing Zoom meetings every single week talking about the strike and uh-huh. how they would love to be back at work right now, but they're supporting the writers. And now they decided, let's make this a podcast. Good for them. So that is coming soon. Something else that we want to get into this morning. Morgan had it earlier during Hollywood Dirt. Something happened at the Adele show the other night in Las Vegas that I thought that we could debate. Dissect. Yeah. Deep dive into that. And I don't know if Morgan and I are going to agree on this. We want to find out what you think, too. So that's coming up. It's the Q Morning Show. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Olivia Rodrigo, vampire. We are the Q Morning Show, Q104, Morgan and Bill. All right, Morgan, tell it. Tell us what happened at the Adele concert the other night. So this was at Weekends with Adele in Las Vegas. There was a fan who was obviously excited to see Adele, probably spent a lot of money to be there. And this video clip went viral, um, I believe, on Sunday because security kept going over to this person. Uh, the people behind this person kept going up to him and bothering him. Adele stopped the show completely, and this is what she said. What are you doing? Why are you all bothering him? Can you leave him alone, please? Leave him alone. They won't bother you again, honey. You enjoy the show. Leave him alone. Right, start again. Sorry, guys. I've been bothered the whole show by security and other people sitting behind him. He's here to have fun. All he was doing was standing up. Singing and dancing, and I guess the people behind him were upset because they were sitting down. Probably. If you spend all that money to see Adele in Vegas, because that's a pricey ticket right there. Right. And you have a seat, and there's some guy that's standing up, and he's the only guy standing up during the concert. Mm -hmm. I'd be mad, too. And if it was me sitting behind him, I'd be like, oh, you need Adele to come in and come and defend you. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not like he asked her to. No, it's not like he asked her to. But still, I think, like, what do you think about this? I I think it depends on the artist that you're seeing. Yes, I agree. And an Adele concert, I think it's reasonable to assume that if you buy a ticket, if it's a venue that has seats, I think that it's reasonable to assume that you will be sitting for the majority of that show and maybe you'll stand for some sort of a encore or something like that. I don't know if that's entirely true, though. People want to stand up for it's Adele. She's like the biggest artist in the world. One of them. I feel I, like if you go to a concert, you should expect to be standing I, for every concert. I wouldn't expect yeah. that at a Adele concert. I would say the only. Unless it was like a Trans-Siberian Orchestra, like that type of show, obviously people sit for. But any artist, any huge artist, whether it be 
Adele or, I mean, Olivia Rodrigo, Ed Sheeran. Would you sit down for an Ed Sheeran concert? Probably. No, I saw him at Blossom. Everybody was on their feet. Well, that's because Blo- Blossom has a lawn. So? so you can every- sit on the lawn. You could. And everybody in the seats were also standing. Through the entire show? Yes. Even during all the, the slow songs? Yes. Which is almost every song? Yes. I I disagree with you on this. I, I think that it depends. For instance, a Taylor Swift show. I would expect to be standing the entire show because those fans go crazy days before the show even right. starts. And they're still on cloud nine even after the show. Adele, I would think that you need to sit. Right, so what do I think is the solution here? I think you got to go with majority rules. So let's say you have your section of seats. If the majority people are of people are standing at that moment, then it's okay to stand. It's so but if you lame. have if you have one person standing, then he is clearly in the minority. He needs to sit. I can't believe Adele came to his defense and, and let this guy stand. No, I'm with her. Once in a lifetime opportunity, you want to have as most fun as possible. He probably spent an arm and a leg trying to get tickets to that show in Las Vegas. Dance the night away. Have a ball. Sit down in your expensive seat. You're <laughs> ruining my view. 216-474-0104. Where do you stand on standing or sitting during a concert? Are there exceptions to the rule? What would you do in Adele's case? 216-474-0104. Would you stand during a Morgan Wallen concert? Yes. We'll talk about it next. No way was that last night. Q104, the Q Morning Show. All right. Phones are loaded up here. I can't wait to see what people are going to say about this. Here's what happened. Here's what Morgan and I are discussing right now. At the Adele concert the other night, there was a guy, and he was the only guy standing during the Adele concert. Not in the entire theater, just in his section. He was he was in a section towards the back of the theater, and everybody else was sitting down, but he was standing up dancing. People were trying to tell him to sit down, be quiet, and Adele came to his defense and said, no, he's having fun. And I don't think Adele should have come to his defense, because I think that... I think that you need to go with the flow of what the audience is doing. Like even at a baseball game, like if you're at a Guardians game and there's always like the the two guys that stand up and start like clapping and cheering on the pitcher. But it's not time for that yet. And we're all sitting and it's like, well, you guys sit down until the either the last out or something. You got to go with what the crowd is doing. I think you have the unpopular opinion in this debate. Well, let's find out. Heidi's in Columbia Station. Heidi, good morning. Good morning. Stand or sit during a concert. What? Where do you where stand? Do you, you say stand, stand. No matter what I anybody think, else is doing. If you feel like it, yeah. You paid the money for the ticket. It's a good time. I went to Dulipa and Pink in Cleveland and stood most of the time. Well, I'm sorry, Dulipa was in Columbus. But if I'm going to go to a concert in Vegas and pay the money that it's going to be, which I know how much those tickets are because I go there, I definitely would stand if I so chose to do so. And you don't care what anybody else in the section, what they would prefer that you would do? There are small stadiums or arenas there, typically, and if they don't aren't able to see, stand up. Right. It's not that big of a deal. It's a concert. That's Heidi. Uh, Sandy's in Willowick. Sandy, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Stand or sit? I'm kind of torn. I'm a little bit of both. Depends on the song and the, the show. But I will tell you, I worked at the Wolfstein Center as an usher. And it's your seat. You have the right to stand. You have the right to sit. Nothing can be said or done about it. So it's your choice. 
There yeah, you go. You pay not, for the seat, do what you want. I'm not right. saying this guy broke the law, but what I'm saying is, is I think you need to be courteous with who is sitting around you. And if, if you look around and, and everybody else is sitting down and you're at a Josh Groban concert, then I think that you're, you're out of line. You got to sit down and enjoy the show. I agree with that, too. I'm kind of torn on it. So it depends what I think on the, the show and the, the song and what's happening. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Bye. Thanks for listening this morning and for calling in. Jordan is in Painesville. Jordan, good morning. Bill, you sound like my grandpa. <laughs> I'm glad you said it, Jordan, because I've been thinking it this whole time. The word grandpa has popped into my head. The word Karen has popped into my head. Uh, I mean, Bill, how do you sit at a concert? It depends on you what concert. You up, you got to dance, you got to sing your heart out. I don't care who it is. We've been to Shania Twain, we've been to The Killers, we've been to Train, we've been to The Jonas Brothers. I don't care who it is. I am off my seat singing my heart out. That's what concerts are for. I am Team Morgan on this. Okay, Jordan, but you've named four concerts where it's it's upbeat. It's Adele fun. Adele has upbeat songs. They're just not, I'm not the ones familiar we play on the radio. Adele for crying out loud. Of course I'm going to be off my seat. All right, Jordan. Uh, Love the enthusiasm. <laughs> thank you for calling in this morning. Uh, yeah, I'm not finding too many on my side here. Christy <laughs> is in Talmadge. Christy, good morning. Stand or sit? Uh, stand. Obviously stand. Yes. You're at a concert. You're supposed to have fun. I agree with Morgan and Jordan. You kind of sounded like an old fogey, and I'm sorry to say that. I, <laughs> I mean, he paid all that money. If you want to sit, then you need to pay for front row, and then you're the one that's able to see what you want. If you're paying the money and you're having a good time, go for it. I mean, how many times can you honestly see Adele True. in the front row? Kristen, I'm tired. My knees hurt. <laughs> Stay home. I want I want to watch s- it on YouTube. I want to sit and enjoy the show. Sit All on right? your couch and watch the YouTube playback. If I was at that Adele concert, I would have been throwing I would have got some some M&Ms and I would just have been such a Karen. I would have thrown <laughs> M&Ms at this guy one by one. <laughs> well, Adele would have called you out then. That would have been the highlight of my night. <laughs> Q104. Good morning.